Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Retiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Everyone who drives out to the Hamptons is familiar with the 50-foot-tall sculpture by the side of Manorville Road, uh, about three-quarters of the way out to the Hamptons. It's called Stargazer, and uh, it's been the uh, the Welcome to the Hamptons marker in a field of... Uh, of uh, turf for half a mile. And uh, everyone is all excited to say they're on their way here to the Hamptons. And it's kind of a symbol. In the last year, it's been in disrepair. And uh, my guest today is David Morris, who was the life partner of uh, Linda Scott, who designed the uh, uh, sculpture. And he's the one who built it 50 feet high. And uh, uh, in the end, I'm going to ask him about um, what's going to happen now that he's underway to fix it. But before that, I thought we'd talk a little bit a while about what the sculpture meant. It uh, was a, this was a sculpture you you put together yourself with the tools that I see on the wall behind you. I think, in many ways. So tell us a little bit about how it came about and uh, why it got there. Um. Linda had a whole series of uh, other stargazer sculptures, which we had out in fields, and they were heads looking to the sky, and they, and they were influenced from her trip to the Yucatan, and she was really um, thought some of the uh, in the uh, I guess the Mayan gods were. Uh, incredible they like they had a connection to the stars and there was like a magic about it so we after putting the uh, you know putting the, the uh, those uh, large sculptures up which eventually we took down she thought of doing a large deer sculpture at arf they had asked her to do a sculpture and it had to be big enough for a fire truck to go under it to go over the roadway oh uh, what's arf tell people the, the arf bod the arf that arf that's on um Daniel's across in the airport, uh, yeah, across in the airport, and uh, because there was, uh, you know, problems with uh, the airport and airplanes and so forth, they told her the town told her that she couldn't erect it, so she was uh, left and uh, you know kind of stuck in a way. And then I noticed that there was, you know, driving by in Manorville one time with the fields. It was ma a magnificent spot. And it was exactly the spot when she would drive out where her dog, her German shepherd, would bark. It would sniff the air. It was like, I guess, when you come over the hill, there's a difference in the air. Especially her dog could notice it and would woof. And, and uh, the fields were, the side fields on the left where the stargazer is. And also, there was also side fields on the right where there's a development now. So I mentioned it to her wouldn't that be fantastic to have the stargazer out there in the sod fields people would see it when they're coming out to the hamptons and she said oh she agreed so i contacted the lalio which does the sod 
and they told me the uh, gave me the information on the owners, which was Harvey Pollock at the time, and I contacted him, and he thought it was a great idea as long as the town agreed with it. So I contacted the uh, town officials, and we had a meeting with you know the lawyers and there was all kinds of people, and they agreed as long as I put the sculpture up back away so if it ever fell down it wouldn't hit cars and uh, <laughs> that's how we <laughs> got going on it and uh so i started working on design she gave me a um a marquette that was about two feet high made out of foam core and uh, then we started up we made a uh, uh, model out of steel first we had that cut and uh after that uh you know, we like the looks of it. She made some uh, corrections. And then I came up with a design on how to build it large. And we came up with a, about 50 feet. And I, I cut it out of, first I cut it out the whole shape. I blew it up in a large studio. And she made corrections on it. She stood on a ladder 16 feet, put a piece of chalk on a, a paint pole and made the corrections from looking at it from 16 feet high, looking down. I cut the plywood out. We brought it to the fabrication shop, Trochio Steel, and we worked on the uh, design of, um, of the steel. I had a design of how to do it, um, and they did a little differently. They made it stronger using tubes, uh, six by six uh, steel tubes which were galvanized. So actually they made a little stronger than what I had originally designed. Where, what, uh, what year was this erected? And this was all back and I would have to say uh, 82. And it's been beautiful for 40 years. Yes, and the original design, the way we built it uh, because of uh, budget constraints, we used plywood and stucco and uh, we thought it would only last possibly 10 years, 15 years, but it, it's, it's uh, lasted a lot longer. So now and it's what, time to rebuild it, redo it. What uh, what got it into the shape that uh, it's in now where there's some damage to it? Well, water got into it. The, the uh, storm? Well, there was, there's a problem. As you can see, there's birds, love it. And uh, it's made out of uh, that synthetic stucco. And uh, Back then, that system wasn't perfected. It was uh, and also woodpeckers loved the top of it, <laughs> holes in it, and water get inside. And because it wasn't vented properly, I never thought that that would be a problem. It dry rotted from the inside out the plywood. So this particular time, I will make vents, especially under the years. I will vent it so if any moisture, if there's any moisture that enters it can vent out so what's uh, been the holdup about why it has, it's been in disrepair for such a, a period of time but well i didn't want to start a well there, there was a whole problem with the um on a lease the property owners it changed it was three there was a, a brother and two sisters and then it got passed on i guess to one sister and then that went into a trust and then they ended up with 12 owners and everyone had to agree for a lease that would work, you know, for an extended period of time. And they Finally did. 
they insured me and now we're all ready to go. They, they, keep, they keep asking me, come on, let's start the fundraising. <laughs> we want it here. We love it. So there we go. We've worked it out. How long is it going to take to repair? Are you going to take it down or are you going to repair no, it? No, I won't take it down to steel. What I will do is I'll copy what is there out of a, uh, thin plywood again. And when I rebuild it, I'll have to skin it all down for sure. Reweld if there's any damages, any weaknesses in the welds. And then I will um, resheath it again, very similar, in a very similar way. But yep. what we'll use instead of using, using regular two by fours, we'll use pressure treated two by fours and, and we'll add some more steel. We'll add treated plywood. On top of that, we'll add, which is part of the plan, we'll add cement board. It's a drain board type thing for uh, the uh, uh, synthetic stucco. And we use thin synthetic stucco all over again. There was talk about using, uh, redoing the whole thing in steel, stainless steel, but the cost would be half a million dollars because we'd have to weld and grind and the stainless steel is extremely heavy and expensive. What about the woodpeckers? On that, this time on top of it, I'm going to flash it with, I'll have metal underneath. They won't be able to uh, penetrate. They'll hurt their beaks. They'll hurt their beaks. They'll break their beaks. <laughs> break their hearts. <laughs> Probably. Oh, was there ever any thought about moving it somewhere else? If we could not have, you know, agreed on a lease or if they wanted uh, the uh, stargazer off the property, we had thought about possibly moving it across the street. From what I understand, that's uh, the uh, town's property of Brookhaven. Yeah. You could donate it. Let me assemble it there so it would be very easy to, wouldn't be easy, but we could move it across the street. I don't think it would be as nice, but it would be in the same location. How, uh, have, have you had any uh, help along the way when it's been in disrepair from different groups? Yeah, over the past, one time it was vandalized and there was a woman who donated money. I think she's passed away and her name was Heathia Nye. And she uh, gave uh, Linda Scott, made a hefty donation to have it repaired the last time it was uh, vandalized. That was years ago. And uh, <clears throat> I think Hampton Jitney uh, helped. Oh, and the Hampton Jitney at times. Yes, definitely. Don't, don't let me forget about... Uh, about Jeff, uh, he uh, donated money, yes, definitely for the upkeep and uh, keeping the repairs going. And then you'd see a bus go by with Stargazer on the side. Yeah, that was that was a funny story. Jeff uh, contacted Linda and said, oh, can I put uh, the uh, Jitney on the Stargazer as an advertisement and I'll give you money. And Linda said to him, why don't we put the Stargazer on your buses? <laughs> and he... Uh, he laughed and he agreed. He was very generous. Yes, he was. And then the, when you go in the Hampton Jitney, as you walk through the door and you look up on top, Linda gave him a, um, one of her uh, paintings of uh, three horses like the surf. When you look at the surf sometimes, when the wind's blowing and the water's blowing, uh, it looks like the mane of a horse. And so she made a painting to simulate that. I know that painting. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one year, one week, I put it on the cover of Dan's papers. You may remember that. Yeah. I thought it was a remarkable painting. Yeah. 
What did she have to say about the the meaning of it? If it had a meaning, or what what kind of joy? It does, it does have a meaning. It's a, it's the um, you know because they're all stargazers. She was into uh, following uh, quantum mechanics and uh, quantum physics, and she just loved the idea that everything, every element in the whole universe, basically comes from a exploding star, a supernova. So, so she thought, oh my goodness, do you know what that means, David? That means we're all stardust. And uh, she was a magical person. She passed away. She was... passed away, but she she would see things in another light, on like another sphere. She would look at trees, she'd look at the water, and she would see particles breaking down. She could see the energy in a tree and see it vibrating and connecting with other elements, which is uh, very rare. Not many people can do that. But she was on a higher level than uh, most people, for sure. How, how would people be able to donate? Because you're 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 going to be uh, raising money now to do this repair. Whereas there's a, I saw there's a banner now up on the on the, on the Stargazer announcing uh, that the repairs are about to begin. There's a. Um... We're, we're, we're sponsored to, we're part of the RT Living Arts Foundation, which sponsors, sponsors art projects. And the GoFundMe, we have a GoFundMe page, and the, and the money goes to that uh, non-for-profit 5013C. And all the money that comes in through that uh, uh, GoFundMe page, Save the Stargazer, goes into a special bank account for the Stargazer, the repair. And how long do you think it might take to get this thing back into shape once you have the funds? If I have the funds, it would take approximately, I would say, about six months. And this time, how long would it last there? This time? I would yeah. say about 40 to 50 years. Well, that would be great. A absolutely. The way I'm going to build it, we've... Uh, when that synthetic stucco first came out, there was a lot of problems with it. And now we uh, they've uh, addressed that. And with all the new cement drainage board, it's any moisture that comes through or penetrates, leaks out. So there won't be the uh, problem with water damage. Well, that's wonderful. I'm talking to David Morris, the life partner of Linda Scott, who designed Stargazer and David built it himself. Not, to, no, no, that's not quite true. We had a team. A I, team led by David. I, I had a team led by David Morris, but there was. How did you get it? How did you get it out there in trucks? The uh, well, the steel was fabricated in Manorville. Yeah. So that was trucked. It was in pieces. So we had to assemble it. And that was assembled on the flat. And uh, once that was assembled, without the ears, I. I did some of the work of the plywood and, you know, two by fours and whatever I used. And then we stood it up with a giant 150 ton crane. And once we did that, I secured it with cables. Then we added on the steel ears, which, uh, you know, is the main strength of it. It yeah. had the compression and uh, tension. So. And uh, how, where were you trained to? Did you figure out how to build something so beautiful? Well, so I, I, I studied civil engineering, and also I worked for a industrial uh, contracting company. One of the uh, guys I went to school was his name was uh, 
uh, Brent Dival and his father owned an industrial uh, contracting company that built large uh, glass factories. So we were always involved with, uh, you know, steel. And he was, an he was an engineer, and plus with my engineering background, I always had other people I could bounce ideas off to make sure we were going on the right track. Well, that's great. Well, thanks for taking the time to uh, be on this podcast, and I want to wish you well, and I hope we raise the money quickly and we get this thing repaired, and uh, everything would be, will be great for another half century. I do, too. <laughs> wish us luck <laughs> and everyone out there we need your help every little bit helps okay thanks very much okay thank you bye david all right bye-bye